All right, everybody, welcome back to another edition of Good Vibes Nation. Douglas, welcome back to the studio, bud. It's good to be back, Nick, as always. This is awesome, guys. We're, it's like uh, my second home now, this little studio. This I love is, it. Yeah, man. Douglas, I want to talk about something that has been in the news here recently, the Kyle Rittenhouse and the Ahmaud Aubrey trials, yeah. So let's talk about Kyle Rittenhouse first, right? So Kyle Rittenhouse, hopefully you guys know who he is. If not, a little quick synopsis. He was the teenager who was among the protesters in Kenosha, Wisconsin, he was carrying AR-15. He was arrested, he faced charges of first degree intentional homicide, attempted first degree intentional homicide, first degree reckless homicide, first degree reckless endangerment of safety, in connection with shootings that left two people dead and one injured. So off the bat, right? So Kyle is, he's a 17 year old Illinois resident. I think we need to put that out there, which is about 30 minutes southwest of the protest in Kenosha, just over the state line. Kyle, he was in Kenosha. He was there that night that this happened to protect the businesses, he said. Uh, he was outside a car dealership. If we go back, uh, these protests were over the Jacob Blake incident. Jacob Blake was shot seven times in the back by a police officer and uh, businesses at that time that were being burned to the ground days before. And he was on video uh, multiple times. He was there offering medical assistance to protester. I think he was a lifeguard that he had his, his first aid training where, where, that, where that came into play. But uh, I feel I need to talk about this. I think it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think it's a. I think it's something that it's in the news. It's out in front of us. I think it's another topic that that the media be on one side or another. You're either pro or you're uh, against Rittenhouse. So yeah, it's another. And well, the problem with this is it's been another you know incident, crime, not a crime, whatever you want to call it, that has become political. Mm-hmm. Right, it's become political, and it's become like you said. You know, you have to be on this side, or you have to be on this side. You know, and it's one of those things where that's what this show's about. I think, and, and that's why I'm excited to do this show because I think that's what this show is going to be about. And it's going to be about having a conversation about here's how I saw it, here's how you saw it. At the end of the day, we'll walk out of here and we'll you know cheers our beers and, and we're, we're still friends still, in the we're end. We're still friends, right? It's, it doesn't have to be a political fight. It doesn't have to be a fight at all. It's no. Just, you know, it's just no. a conversation. Absolutely. Right? So, kind of getting into the nitty-gritty of it. So, Rittenhouse was, at this protest that was going on, he felt the need that he was, uh, you know, running security. The police were aware. I mean, the police were involved. The police actually came by 15 minutes before the shooting happened and offered Rittenhouse and some of the other armed civilians some water. You know, out of appreciation. So law enforcement, they were okay with the civilians being there and being armed. Rittenhouse eventually leaves that dealership, makes his way over to another dealership. And then there's some footage, right? So there's some footage that shows Rittenhouse being, he was being chased by an unknown group of people into the parking lot of another dealership several blocks away. Okay. He's being pursued by the group and an unknown gunman fires into the air. Rittenhouse turns around towards the sound of the gunfire. Pursuer lunges at him. He fires his rifle four times, shoots the man in the head. He calls the police from the scene. He's then being chased again by some other people that saw it happen. One of those persons was carrying a skateboard. Another one was carrying a handgun. He falls down. He ends up shooting both of them. And one of the guys, I think the guy with the skateboard uh, passed away. And uh, the other guy with the gun actually survived. He was hit in the arm. Just went to trial and uh, here recently. And then Rittenhouse, he was, he was found not guilty on all charges 
What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that, you know, I watched a lot of this trial. Uh, it was during my two-week hiatus. Oh, your, your vacation. <laughs> yeah, the during, during my two-week vacation where this this trial was, uh, you know, televised. Right. And so I watched a lot of it and, I, and you know, particularly watched his testimony. Okay. Uh, which was, a, you know, a couple of days. And my initial thoughts were, this was a young kid who shouldn't have been in that position, who went there with the thought of, I'm going to go with my big gun and I'm going to scare all these people and they're going to run away from me. Mm-hmm. And that didn't happen. Right. And, you know, you went, you went over kind of the facts of the case. I didn't hear about somebody shot a gunshot in the air. The video that I saw, somebody had recognized him from earlier in the night where he had threatened to shoot somebody if they didn't get off the garbage can or so they were mm-hmm. standing on a garbage can or something like that. And he had threatened somebody, you know, with his gun. And so when they pointed at him, they started chasing him. And the guy actually, the guy that got, the original guy that got shot and killed was unarmed. He had a plastic bag in his hand that he threw at uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. And again, I, th- I think he was just this scared kid, right? I think about me when I was 17 years old and, and you know, I probably wouldn't have put myself in that situation, but if I ever was in that sort of situation, what I would have done, right? And I just think it was a, a case of the of a scared kid uh, making a, just a huge mistake. So my question was going to be, and I think you already answered it, should he have been there to begin with? No. Right. Uh, no, I, no. He, he said, like I said, you know, the, in, the kid is 17 years old, okay? His mother dropped him off, right? Which, which that bothers me to know him, too. With his gun. Right, you know what he's doing. Yeah, right. You know what he's going there for, right? The people from the car dealership hired him, right? Or or asked him. I don't know if they... They were asking for help. Right. right, He he wasn't hired because they didn't pay him, but basically posted on Facebook, hey, we need people to help us, you know, guard our business. You know, he thought he was going to go there with his big old gun and scare everybody away. And uh, obviously that's that's not what happened. Yeah. And there's so so much to this one, right? So... You know I'm a, I'm a huge Second Amendment activist, right? I don't call myself activist, but you know, so the Second Amendment is, if you guys don't know it, it's actually the verbiage is a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, okay? But, I'm going to give you a but on this, okay? So, North Carolina and New Jersey gun laws totally different. I move down <laughs> here. Just a little, a little bit, right? I have my concealed carry permit. There's a lot that I learned taking that class and a couple of things, okay? One of the things here in North Carolina is you have the right to bear arms and there's certain counties that you can carry a gun openly, be allowed to carry it openly and openly is on your hip, right? You see them all the time. It's not, you know, anything to go to a Walmart and see guys in there with with guns on their hips without a permit, without anything. Without a background check, you're supposed to have the gun legally, but you you can legally carry it openly. Once you conceal it, once you put it under your shirt, in your pants, in your purse, then it's a concealed weapon. That is when you have to have the concealed weapon permit. Okay, so there's a lot of training, a lot of information that you get that you get from that. And one of the things is we were actually talking about that in the class, and the instructor was saying, look, you know, these guys that walk out there 
and have their guns on their hips in the Walmart. Mm -hmm. They think they're John Wayne. Yeah. And they're getting that unwanted or unneeded attention, right? There's no need. There's, there's probably been times that I'm around you, you don't even realize that I have a firearm on me. And I'm not bragging that I have a firearm on me. And I carry that weapon to protect myself, my family, my friends. So I think this is a little bit different. I think you're right. I think this kid goes there knowing, you know, that he's he's got this AR-15 and he's going to intimidate some of these people. Like, what were the people doing? Do I think they were right? No. No. I don't think that they should have been looting and burning down people's businesses. I think there's different ways, different avenues that we can, you know, discuss things and get things done, whatever the, the situation or whatever your opinion is. But, you know, the fact of the matter, he was there. He was there during that time. You know, I don't think he should have been there, but he was there. That kind of goes into the verdict. Let's talk about that. So he was not guilty on all charges. Do you think that was the right call? Do you think they made it right? No, I don't. Two-part question. One, do I think they do I think the jury made the right call? Yes. And here's why I think that the law is incorrect, right? Because they were talking about it afterwards. Number one, I think that the you know, everybody talks about the judge. I do think that the judge made some very, very questionable decisions about what could and could not come into the, the case. Yeah, that was a lot of that, that case, yeah. too. I think the, prosec the prosecutor made a lot of mistakes on his part, too. But ultimately, what it came down to, and this is what but one of the experts afterwards was saying, that the law in Wisconsin states that you cannot put yourself or a reasonable person, basically you couldn't, can't ask yourself what you or what a reasonable person would do in that situation. That's the self-defense law, right? Mm -hmm. the, the stand your ground law. Yes. You can't say, well, I would have, you know, gotten myself out of this situation by doing this. You can't even say, what would a reasonable person? You have to say, what would that person have done? Or, you know what I'm saying? What, what would a 17-year-old kid would have done in that situation? Would have done, right? A scared little kid done in that situation. And, and I just think that that is just, to me, that is the essence of this whole case, right? Like, how can you... It's not fair. Two people lost their lives because that kid put himself in that situation. To me, he's guilty. Yeah. Of... Maybe not first-degree murder, you know, whatever it was, second-degree murder or whatever, but he's guilty of something. Anything, a lesser charge, like a manslaughter or something like yeah, that? Yeah, maybe something like that. I don't know. So you've got, you're right, you you, you got to go by the rules wherever, wherever you're at. And that's one thing, too, that we, we learned in, in that class. So wherever I carry, there's reciprocating states. There's a lot of them. So I can carry pretty much everywhere up until... You can't carry in New Jersey. No, 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 you can't carry in New Jersey. I think it's Maryland. Definitely Virginia. Maybe Maryland. I have to look, but anywhere we travel, I'll look before mm -hmm. you know, especially if we're driving, if I'm if I'm able to take it with me or not. But you also have to abide by those laws in that state, right? Or whatever is harsher. And I say that to say this. So, perfect example is North Carolina state law. If you are to consume alcohol at all, you cannot conceal carry. So if we go out to dinner, and I have a glass of wine. Mm -hmm. I cannot conceal carry. Nope. Can't do it. Can you have it in your truck? I said conceal carry. Okay. That's I what can, I mean. I That's can what I mean. open carry. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So See, to me that makes, this is my problem with, ultimately this is going to turn into a guns versus no guns conversation, right? Because me and you have obviously very different opinions mm -hmm. on that. This is where it doesn't make any sense to me. 
Right. I, I agree with. I'm going to agree with what you're about to say. It, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense to me that you can have a glass of wine and you can, you're not allowed to have a gun in a holster, like you know, whatever, under your mm -hmm. shirt or whatever it is. But I can have one on my hip on the street drinking a, a Corona. Yeah, I, it makes zero sense. I agree. I agree. There's certain things that need to be tweaked and changed, right? I don't. I don't think that any. I think guns and alcohol don't mix, right? So that's North Carolina law. But you go to South Carolina, I have to abide by North Carolina's laws. That means that I cannot consume and conceal carry. In South Carolina, it's like driving a car. Yeah. As long as you're under the legal limit, you can conceal. You're fine. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, obviously, that you're opening up to, to big government versus state government and all that stuff, too. But anyway, saying that, so you have to abide by, I get what they're saying. You have to abide by the rules of, you know, where he was at and where, where he was being tried. I think they got this one right, okay? And I think it's a slippery slope. I think that, you know, if it was my 17-year-old kid, hell no. You're not going there. You're right. asking for trouble. You're right. not going to go take your... And it wasn't even his AR-15. It was Buddy's. Now, he did know how to use it, but... No, it was his. It was at his Buddy's house because, oh, he, okay. because he lived in Illinois and he wasn't allowed to have it in Illinois. Oh, okay. He okay. was allowed to have it in Wisconsin. All right. I stand. And that's, that's why he, it was his gun... It was over his there. friend bought it for him. Okay, I stand, I stand corrected on that. But either, either way, like I right? Said, I watched a lot of this. You're not, yeah, no, and I respect that, and that's why I want to talk to you about it too. So, you know, one, one being that, like, if my 17 year old kid says, "Hey, I'm going to go defend this car dealership," I'm going to be like, "No, you're not." Right. No, you're not. Right. No, and especially that his mom, that his mom dropped him off. But there's the but. All right. So he's there. And I saw, I didn't see as much as you, but I did see some of the footage. And when this whole thing started, there was a gunshot in proximity of him. And people started running, and he was being chased. So that's where it gets into the technicality. When I did my class, right, the only, I'm pulling my weapon is if you fear for your life. Okay? And we'll get into the other case later. But I, if I see somebody across the street robbing a house, mm -hmm. I cannot go out and pull my weapon on him or her. And say stop. I'm calling the cops. Right? That's a different day. But if I fear for my life, if I'm outside with my kids and we're playing ball in my yard, and he's running out or she's running out and running across the street into my property, mm -hmm. and I feel that I am or my kids are in jeopardy, I can use that weapon. Okay. No so right. So that I think that the first victim there. I mean, it's hard, right? Like you said, he obviously was not the one with the gun. But when you've got to go back to the rule, the law. Yes. Whether he Rittenhouse thought that he had the gun, he feared for his life. Mm -hmm. That's when he pulled the trigger. He calls nine one one. Then he leaves because he's being chased now. And right. then you know, here comes victim victim two and victim three. Now victim. Uh, whatever whatever one you want to call it. Victim two, let's say, has has the skateboard. Yeah. Okay? So he's gonna hit Rittenhouse mm -hmm. with the skateboard. They've got video, it's over it's over his head, he's gonna come down, Rittenhouse shoots him. Okay? My book is valid. Now some people are like I've heard the comments where a skateboard is not a weapon. Anything can be a weapon. Yeah. No, I, a I, brick. You're right. Anything. Yeah. Your fists, anything. Yeah. He feared for his life. Again, go back to the law. I think he got it right. Now the other guy, correct me, but I think I saw this. I watched part of it. He admitted the third guy had a gun. Yeah, mm -hmm. he had a gun. Yeah, and the defense attorney asked him, "Did Rittenhouse raise the gun to you before or after 
you lifted the gun to him, and he said, I raised my gun first, and he shot Yes. Him. No. If, this case comes down to the first guy. If I agree with you. The two, the two second guys, this kid was, they were going to kill him. They were absolutely going to kill this kid because they just watched him murder a, a, another right. guy. Right. And so, so they were probably scared for their life, right? Or, but they're chasing him. Just in the heat of the moment, they are, they're like, that kid just killed. Right. They need to, we either, either they were thinking we need to stop him. He's going right. to kill more people. Right. Yeah. Right. You could see that side, side right. of the argument. But it comes down to that first guy. It, it comes, it all comes down to that first guy who absolutely was chasing this kid and scared him to death and he was scared. The other thing, the other question I have, right, you're, you're exactly right. If somebody comes onto your property, right, and you fear for your life, your children's lives, you absolutely have the right. Let me ask you this question. If you're in a bank, okay, and the bank gets robbed and the robbers run out of the bank, and you chase them, okay? You chase them, and you're a civilian, and you chase them down the street, and the guy turns around and points his gun at you. Do you have the right to shoot him? If he points the gun at me, I absolutely have the right, or I have the right to shoot him. Right, but isn't that isn't that on you for putting yourself in that situation? Why yeah. are you chasing that guy? Yeah, and I think that gets into the second case, because I think they're... Yeah. I think there's a little bit of a difference. Had he not been there, it would have been... This one, that, there wouldn't have been a new story. Right. People wouldn't have died. Let me ask you this, though. So, all three of those victims, every single one of those victims was a convicted felon. It just, it just so happened to be, right? One served 12 years in for a sexual assault on minors. One was convicted of violent offenses of strangulation. One was convicted of burglary and weapons charges. Does that make a difference? No. I don't think so either. No. no. I don't think he, so either. He didn't know that at the time. Yeah. Now, here's my point this whole thing right those are the people that were there at night those are the people that were burning down the building yeah. this 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 wasn't there were people doing dumb things at these protests right they weren't because they probably weren't there for the cause exactly right exactly they weren't there yeah. for the cause they were there right. for the benefit to you know get an xbox out of target right. or, or, yeah, whatever, right. or whatever they were doing or they were you know or they were protesting against you know the the, the police because they're felons and you know they the police arrested me so you know yeah. you know the people that were actually protesting what had happened and you know to to Jacob Blake and you know those people were doing great things and, and making a difference and all that stuff and it's the people at night who were who were messing things up and burning down buildings and stuff like that and, and all that stuff which I don't I, I don't agree with either but which comes back to the whole point don't go there no, and both right, and both and both parties. I think that you know, just like you said, right? I mean, those guys. If those guys didn't, any one of the three of them, may, could have made a different decision, right? And not been there. Yes, could have supported exactly. during the daylight when right. it was a peaceful protest. Or whatever. Right. I'm not saying I'm not against protest. Right. I'm not. I'm definitely for the. I'm for the Second Amendment. I'm. I'm also for the First. Right. Right. Have to be. You've got yeah. you've got the right to speak your mind. You've got the right for I think a peaceful protest. Mm -hmm. But I think there's a difference between what was going on. Another thing is too with him is like you're 17 years old. Yeah. You're 17 years old, mm -hmm. right? You you think you know everything at 17. You obviously <laughs> don't. Right. But you're 17 years old, right? And how much help could you possibly be, right? But again, in this situation, the cops were even outnumbered. The cops actually appreciated the armed civilians that were there because there were too many 
not peaceful protesters that right. were going on at that time. Well, I kind of have a problem with that, too. I, I don't think that the police should have been thanking those guys. And, and the police should have known better and said, you're only going to cause more problems. You guys need to just go home. The police, again, yes, I agree. Police were probably outnumbered, and you know they should have probably called for oh, actual help, like yes. the National Guard, yes, exactly. and things like that. I agree. Or the State Bureau, you know, things like that. They could, they there was help available. Not seventeen-year-old kids walking around with their with their AR-15. No, like, they, they, you can't. That's you not can't it. Was officer? Yeah, it wasn't a solution. It right. wasn't a solution. Right. But I also do know cops too. I mean, there's been times where. Also, like when you get pulled over, if you're carrying or not, you've got to declare whether you have a weapon on the vehicle, right. a weapon in the vehicle, or on you. You know, and I and I've been pulled over before with it on me, and you know the cop just comes, you know, the, the window, is my license registration. You also have a card that you have to carry with you at all times. You cannot carry without that card. You know, I give him my permit, and I'm like, listen, <laughs> officer, there is a uh, there's a weapon in the vehicle, and they'll ask you where it is. You know, I have one that said he's like, where's the weapon? And I said, it's in the it's in the center console. He's like, okay, you know, just keep your hand on the wheel. He's like, and for your safety, you don't pull out yours, and I won't pull out mine. Well, so <laughs> okay, I said that sounds like a good deal, right? So he let, he let me off for for a warning. I was uh, um, actually no, let me let me retract that. That was actually a license checkpoint. Hmm. Different time. I was thinking I got less for one, um, but that but that time uh, I was a helps little, to have a dad. Isn't it? It does, and you know, another a brother-in-law too. Um, but uh, it was a license checkpoint. He came back and he gave me, he said, "Yeah, you're good. My registration, everything was fine." And he said, "He goes, listen, I appreciate you caring. You know what I mean?" And and that's the thing is, like, you've got those out there that that actually care, but you've got, you know, I'm not John Wayne either. Like, I don't, I carry it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to pull it. Right. I don't want to pull it. Right. Because when you pull it, mm-hmm. it's a life or death situation. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing too is you need to be ready to be able to, to carry it responsibly mm-hmm. and take a life if you need to. Right. You know, I think it's an entirely different situation from the other topic that we'll get into. But I agree with you. I don't think that they were felons. I think it makes people feel a little bit easier that yeah. two convicted right. felons mm-hmm. and one was a you know a sexual predator that that passed away. I think that makes them feel easy. But we've got we've got also uh, Ahmad Aubrey. All right. So Ahmad Aubrey, he was the 25 year old. He's running in the neighborhood, and there was a, a man standing in the front yard that saw him go into an unoccupied house that was under construction. I mean, this house, I mean, it was, when I say unoccupied, there was a porta potty out front, there's no garage doors, I don't even think there was a front door on. I mean, totally being, you know. Yeah, it, was basic, it was basically sticks. Right. So this guy sees him go in there, he calls the cops. He thinks Aubrey looks like a man suspected in several break ins in the area. Calls the cops, tells his son, right, about it that's in the house with him. The son and the father, they grab the 357 and a shotgun. And they hop in their pickup truck. They try to cut this guy off a couple of times. There was a third man, a neighbor who was involved in this thing too, in the pursuit, who was just there recording everything. They finally cut him off. The son jumps out of the truck with a shotgun. Video of all this. The son says that uh, Aubrey tried to attack him. Uh, they started fighting over the shotgun, at which point the son fires a shotgun. Two times. He fires it, and then uh, a second or two later, he fires another one. Okay, so these three men just were on trial, all from Georgia. They were found guilty of murdering him. Uh, the son, who was 35, he, he's the one who shot Aubrey. He was guilty on all charges of malice murder, four counts of felony murder, two counts of aggravated assault, false imprisonment. His father, who was 65, he's the one who had the 357 and drove the car. 
he was found not guilty of malice murder, but guilty of the eight other charges. And then you got the other guy, right? You got, uh, his name was Roddy Bryan. The videographer. The videographer, right? It was a 52-year-old guy, the neighbor, he uh, pursued them. And he was found guilty of three counts of felony murder, uh, one count of aggravated assault, and one count of false imprisonment. Ugh, I don't even know where to begin on this one. First, I, I guess, do you think those these two cases are similar? Uh, no, no, I don't. I don't think they're similar. I think they came at a point where tensions were high and, and and all that stuff, and they got kind of linked together. But no, I don't. I don't think that they were similar. These guys obviously got convicted, which was I can, you know, I think was absolutely right. You know, I, but again, here's where they were similar, right? Again, you talked about it before. These guys think they're John Wayne because they have a gun. Right? If if I was living in that neighborhood and somebody was, you know, going in and out of this house that wasn't built yet, I would call the police. I'd say, hey, just FYI, there's a guy, I don't, you know, I don't know who he is, but he's in this house and he's not supposed to be. Hang up the phone and let it go. You're not the police. You're not John Wayne. You're not a superhero. Don't try to put yourself in that position. Why? Why, why do you do that? I just don't understand that mentality. I'll never understand that mentality. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think they're similar in the fact that if you break it down, right, they both, both Rittenhouse and Travis or whatever, yeah. whatever right, mm -hmm. Travis and, uh, and Greg, father and son, I think that in their minds, they were defending property. And in both cases, wasn't their own. Yeah, right. Right. Exactly. Rittenhouse is defending a car dealership or right. whatever, whatever he was in front of at the time. And Travis and Greg are defending the house across the street. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, I will agree with you. I think that the right call there is you're, you're they're calling the police and they're saying whatever. They're not seeing somebody go in there. Let me ask you this. Have you ever entered a new house? Yeah. You built? Yeah. So yeah. have I. Yeah. I've done it several yeah. times. Yeah. You just, you're walking in there and all the yeah. layout. Blah, right. Blah, blah. right. I didn't think twice about it. Right. So I don't see, you know, a big deal there. He was, you could watch the video. I think that even by the, whatever was picking it up, the ring doorbell, I think you could see he was running and he almost comes to a stop right yeah. in front of the house, Right. goes in there, inspects it. He's looking around. The neighbor comes out. He sees him. You don't see what was, what anything was exchanged. I imagine there was probably some words exchanged. Yeah. And this guy took off. Again, he's a young kid. He's 25 years old. Right. Right? He's an adult, but he's 25 years old. He's young. There's probably some words like, what the hell are you doing in there? Blah, blah, blah. And he just started run, running off. Right? He's going on with his day. Yeah. Right. Right? I'm done. I'm not getting yeah. into it. I don't got... He doesn't have a backpack. No. He doesn't have anything on him. No. Right? It's not like he stole a bunch of tools in a backpack and he's, and he's walking out. Right? I think that's where you're exactly right. The line was crossed. Okay? I don't even think it is different in this aspect, right? The city's not being overrun. Stuff's not being burnt down. Right. It's the middle of a day. Yeah. They call the cops. Let the cops do their job. Yeah. You gave a description. You tell them what, which way they went, mm -hmm. right? But no, they're going to arm themselves. They went back in and got the the three fifty seven and the shotgun, and then they hop in the truck and they're going to chase them down. Then, the neighbor is going to record it. And that's insane. That guy got found guilty, got cleared on the malice murder. He got the felony murder. He got the felonies, right, yeah. He got uh, he got found guilty of three counts of felony murder. Aggravated assault, false imprisonment, okay? He was cleared of the malice murder. That was the only thing he was he was cleared on. And that guy held the phone yeah. the whole time. 
Right. He was guilty too. Yeah. Right. He was. He could have at any point either stopped yeah. and called the police and said these nut jobs are following this kid, chasing him down the street, or stopped when they both stopped, jumped out and said, "Travis, Greg, you're freaking nuts. Yeah, leave him alone. Right. Guys, the stop. cops are coming. The, the police are on their way. Right. But that dude is going to serve the rest of his life in prison for a phone for following them. If me and you walk into a, a gas station and I'm like, hey, I'm going to rob this place for get some money real quick, right? You understand that I'm going to rob it. Yeah. I pull out the gun. I get scared. I shoot the clerk. I take the money. I killed the lady. You get charged with murder too. Yeah. You were right there. Yep. Whether you thought I was going to pull the trigger or not. Right. You were there for it. So I think they got it right. I honestly think, I honestly think they overstepped. They should have left it alone. They should have called the cops. They should have let the, the cops do the job. I think that they're different. I think the only similarity is the fact that in both their minds, you know, Greg and Travis were defending the property, and so is, so is right now. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think that I think that's a that's a big similarity. I think the big, I think the big thing in the uh, Aubrey case, you know, that that a lot of people obviously are talking about, is the race thing, right? You know, my, my question throughout the whole thing was if if it was me, right, or you jogging through the neighborhood and we stopped and we went into that house, I can, I don't want to guarantee, but I'm pretty sure those guys wouldn't want one in and got their guns and been scared for their lives because there was a black guy in their neighborhood. I don't know. I, I know what you're saying, but I don't know about, in this case, I think I would try to think like Travis or Greg. Right, the the John Wayne type, the one that want to carry the, their gun on the mm -hmm. open hip, yeah, in Walmart, are the wannabes, yeah. right? I think one of them actually was a cop for a for a little bit, and I don't know if it was a dad or the, or the son or what. I'd have to go back and look, but I want to think that I want to say that one of them was a cop, and that's a wannabe, right? They're out there and they're looking for that, right? Looking for that time where they could pull that gun. Like I said, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Right. It's not like I feel bad when I, you know, like I'm a bad man because I'm carrying carrying it. No, I'm literally carrying it to protect my family, my friends, or anybody else that, that I see that may be, you know, in, in danger or fear for my life or fear for their life. But I think there are people out there, you know, I'm, I, and, and I could be wrong to judge, you know, but it just seems like that, right? Like the, the, that's their kind, right? They're yeah. like, oh, you know, protect, you know, I'm going to protect the neighborhood, yeah. you know, and go after them whether white or black. You know, I think it, in these unprecedented times where it being forced or what, then we're going back to the segregation and the race. Of course, it's a, you know, it could be perceived as he's black, yeah. they're white. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's a white guy, it could have been, who knows, right? Kind of goes back to what you were talking about in the Rittenhouse thing. You got to look at, right then and there, what would you think in their shoes? Not your shoes. What right. would you do? What would you think in the in the... You know the thirty-five-year-old or the sixty-five-year-old um, that that was doing it, but I think that that's I, that's just my personal opinion. I think that there's some people in life, <clears throat> you know, and, and just I for some reason think that that's kind of how they were. It, it wouldn't matter if it was black, white, Puerto Rican, you Haitian. Think it, you think it's just a vigilante? They were a, vig they had a vigilante I'm, mindset. I'm the hero. I'm yeah. gonna be the hero. And they stop this guy. Yeah, yeah. But they can also. I mean that that's not that's not they could also get charges on them for that too, right? Racially. Yeah. That's not said and done yet. I mean, it's just, I guess, you know, 
don't say icing on the cake, but I mean those guys they're not getting out of jail. They're no, they're gonna spend the rest of their life in there. But, the rest of their lives. but yeah, so I mean I, I you know, that could be that could be another topic for another day, the whole Second Amendment thing. Um, oh, it's gonna be. <laughs> I welcome it. I welcome it. But yeah, but I mean, I think I think I think they're different. Two different two different cases. But again, Rittenhouse, he put himself in that situation. You know, I think by law, you know, he was the you know they found him not guilty. I think he was you know I think that was the right move. And in this case, you know, they found uh, those three guys guilty. I definitely think that that was the right move. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you know, that vigilante. That's what Rittenhouse is doing. That's what he was doing. Right, exactly, which, which is my point of why I think that he is guilty, because you can't make that a law and, and not follow it. You can't do, you can't be a vigilante, right? You can't, if he was on his property, right, I would have no problem, right? But he went there with that intent, with that, you know, with that gun, with that big old gun that he was going to scare everybody away with, right, and he was going to be the hero, and... It turned on, him. and he's and he's guilty of that. He's guilty of that. There's no doubt in my mind that he's guilty of that. Of 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 putting himself in a position where he felt like his life was in danger. If you're gonna carry it, you need to be prepared to to be able to pull the trigger. Yeah, that's what it com- that's what it comes down to. And whether he was or not, I don't know. But at 17 years old, you know, going back now. With the mindset that I have, would I want to put myself in that place? No, no, no. But at seventeen years old, yeah, but and that's that comes back to the to to the point of should a seventeen year old be able to own a AR fifteen, right, or any gun? You don't care what it is. And I, I, you know, my personal opinion is the answer to that question is no. I don't think that a seventeen year old should be able to go in and you know, well, he didn't even buy it because he wasn't able to, but. You know that he was able to own this rifle. He was able to own it, and he even said in the trial, they they asked him like, "Why did you buy this one?" And you know what he said? Because it looked cool. Yeah, I mean, I buy shirts because they look cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> right. That's why. That's why he bought the gun because it looked cool. Yeah. Because he th- he thought he was going to be a big bad man with this big old gun and scare everybody away. And to me, that's a that you know if that ends in somebody's death. That's a crime. That's a crime. Yeah, in my opinion, it's a it's a slippery slope by all means, and we'll do we'll definitely do guys. We'll do a, a second amendment episode on this cast for sure. I'm sure you guys are eager to to hear what we think on on that. You could probably uh, you know pick up on some of the clues that we're putting <laughs> down. What kind of what sides we we stand for on that? But again, guys, look at the end of this. Doug and I are gonna you know go out of here, have a beverage, still uh, communicate. Not cut each other off, still be friends in the end, and it, and it's okay, guys. It's okay. It's okay to disagree, and it's also okay not to, you know, that, that toxic tribalism where you feel like you're part of that tribe, but you've got to fall on that sword for for whatever reason, right? I mean, uh, you know, I'm I'm sitting here telling you, I'm a I'm a Second Amendment advocate. I believe in it, but there's also things where. You don't, you're not, you shouldn't be stupid. I mean, so hey, look, this is what the show's about, right? Difference of opinion, agree to disagree. Look, still good vibes. You know, we're still chatting it up. We're still boys. We're not going anywhere. Shout us out. You know where to find us. We're definitely uh, growing. We're learning each podcast. We appreciate our fan base. We are proud of what we put into this cast here at Good Vibes Nation. 
stick around, guys. We got a lot more for you. everybody by that sound you know what time it is we're gonna play another edition of did you know and it's time for doug to be back on the hot seat you ready buddy it's burning baby it's burning i'm ready all right remember the rules right seven questions you got to get four out of seven correct seven questions yep four to seven four Four to seven is not bad i can do that all right categories are people and places arts and entertainment history science and nature sports and leisure and the all popular wild card. All right. So I went, uh, I tried to play it safe last time and obviously I failed miserably. So I'm going to go opposite this time. I'm going to start off with science and nature. Science and nature. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here we go, bud. Yes. Let's do it. What continent, or excuse me, what continent's Lake Vostok did NASA use as practice for drilling on Jupiter's moon Europa? Okay, so um, we're looking for a continent here. My my original thought is going to be Antarctica because it's you know I feel like drilling that makes sense, and I'm you know what I'm not even going to doubt myself. I'm going with Antarctica. Off the bat, you got one right, bud. See, one for one. One for one. All right, you want to stick with that? Or you want to switch up? No, I'm going to switch it up, and I'm going to go people and places. People and places. Okay, yes. here we go. What kingdom did Pervinthi? Um, see, no. I've not even finished the name yet. All right, go ahead. Pravinti Naren Shah established his 1769 conquest for Kathmandu Valley. I'm going to need you to repeat that question. (laughs) I hope I could say the name the same way two times. What kingdom did Pravinti Nava Shah establish with his 1769 conquest for the Kathmandu Valley? What kingdom? I have no idea. Yeah, I would I'm not either. even gonna guess. Yeah, Nepal. Uh, Nepal yeah. is the kingdom that they're looking for. That would have been my. If I did guess, that would have been it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so you're, next one. It's all right. right. You're let's, one. You're one for two. You want to stick with people and places? Gonna, no, no. Yeah. Let's get away from that one. Uh, let's go sports and leisure. Let's do it, man. All right, here we go. Sports and leisure. What biblical king's name was given to the power-eating technique of ripping a hot dog and bun in half before eating both halves at once? Biblical king. Mm-hmm. Ripped a hot dog yeah. in half, yeah. <laughs> eating both at the same time? Yeah, come on. You're from New York. Nathan's hot dog eating contest. I'm sure somebody what, uses this technique. King, yeah. I mean, I've probably used this technique before, to be honest with you. I just don't know what biblical king I've, name I've used while I've done it. Um, biblical king. You know, I'm not a big Bible Bible expert, mm. but I do know a couple of kings. Just whip one out. I'm going to go with uh, David. I would have said David, too. It's yeah. Solomon. Kings, Solomon. Yeah, it's Solomon's. All right, so you're now one for, one for three. Okay, that's yeah. all right. That's one all right. for three. You're still fighting. Next category. <clears throat> that was sports and leisure? Yeah, I guess it was a leisure question. Yeah, I'll go with that. All right, well, let's try that one again. Okay. Run that back. 
What ballpark's hotel requires patrons in rooms facing the field to abstain from sex in view of the fans? What stadium or what city? Is this stadium? It's looking for a stadium, yeah. All right. So I'm going to go with uh, Wrigley Field. It's Toronto Skydome. Oh. You think that's like when you go to... How... Oh, is there like a hotel? There in? must be. Because it's, it's a dome. dome. All right, but there must be. You think when you go to reserve a room and they're like, it's, it's on, yeah, you got yeah. a game night? Like, listen, <laughs> just don't know. have sex in front of the window. Make sure if you're doing it. You like shades <laughs> or clothes or shades. something. Well, that's impressive. All right, I got to go three for three now, Nick. That's right. This is not good. That's right. All right, that's okay. I got this. Uh, I'm going to go back where my luck was when I'm going to go science nature. Science and nature. Okay. Which has more genes, a human, a gerbil, or a rice plant? Mm, I feel like that's a trick question. I feel like they're trying to get me. A human, a mouse? No, no, no. A human, a gerbil. A gerbil. Or a rice, a plant. rice plant. More genes? More genes. Oh, gosh. I feel like that's a trick question. It's going to be the plant, but uh, I'm thinking it's a plant. It's the plant. Yeah. It's a rice yeah. plant. It's a trick question. Yeah. Yeah. It's a rice nice, plant. Nice track. Nice track. Nick. All right. You're still going. <clears throat> okay. All right. Gonna get these both right though. Wild card. Give Wild it to me. card. Give it to me. Game seven. All right. All right. Game six. Sorry. Who six, did a Brooklyn? Three two. Okay. okay. Who did a Brooklyn outfit name its new sausage after in 2002 to the horror of Russian Americans? Who did a sausage? Yeah. A Brooklyn outfit named its new sausage after in 2002 to the horror of Russian Americans. Right, I'm going to go with Gorbachev. <laughs> Joseph Stalin. Ah. Joseph Stalin. And with that, sir. That would have made better. That would have made better. Uh, I don't know. Sausage. I guess so. I would have eaten Gorbachev sausage over Stalin sausage. Is, is sausage even Russian? I don't think about Russian when I think about sausage. No. I think Polish sausage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Italian sausage, yeah. but not Russian. Yeah. Stalin so, sausage. Yeah, that's right. Sounds so, strong, though. That sounds like a strong sausage. I guess. But so, you know what that means, man. On the it's, hot seat. It's time. It's time. You got to let Good Vibes Nation know something that we don't know about you. So, you want to know something interesting about me? I do. It's just a story that I have that is kind of funny. So, uh, I played baseball growing up, mm-hmm. obviously. In Little League and, um, you know, Babe Ruth in high school. And I was benched in my Little League championship game because I missed a sign. It's a funny story. I didn't really miss the sign. Mm-hmm. So when I was in Little League, my coach gave me the take sign. So I thought, swing. Like, take this pitch. Take it deep. <laughs> Take this pitch deep. You thought that the take no, sign listen. meant to swing? Yes. Okay. But this was the championship game. So we had played all season long. Right. And I didn't know that take meant don't swing. That doesn't make any sense. It's kind of like when people, when somebody's coming at you and somebody says heads up. Yeah. And you like. Put your head up. Put your head up. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, I thought take meant take, like take it deep. Okay. Like, take this one. I, I could take see that. This pitch. So then I guess you never, you were that good about it. You never got the take sign during the regular season. <sighs> Another funny story about that team. So this was back in the day when everybody batted. Mm. We had <laughs> we had 18 players on our team. And I think I batted 17. 16, sometimes 16. Sometimes I'd move up in the order to 16. But we bat, I batted 17. We were, it was like ridiculous. It was like back when like 
We had nine coaches. Oh my gosh. We had nine coaches and they were all the best players' dads. Eighteen guys on a team. Oh yeah, yeah. We 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 had and we had all the best players. We actually ended up we went undefeated and we ended up playing against the all star team because and we beat them because it, it, it was unfair. It was literally like all like all my dads, all of my friends' dads were all yeah, the coaches. Yeah, yeah. And when they were all the best players and so we were all on the same team, and it was that's impressive. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. <laughs> we were pretty. We were, how how did that? That commerce... was my my glory days. Did you hit the ball? Uh, probably not. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't remember, but probably not. But okay. my best friend was my best friend's dad. Was the coach Joey P? Rest in peace. Love him. He was like my second, you know, yeah. my second dad. Yeah, he benched me. Yeah, for missing a sign. Man, well, it kind of. I mean, so... it didn't hurt the team. Obviously, still was... won. Yeah, we won. Okay. Funny story about that. She had a 3-0, this girl on our team had a 3-0 count, mm-hmm. right? And I gave her the take sign. Runner on first base, she did the same thing. But she hit a double, and the run scored. <laughs> and it was a winning run. Yeah. So yeah. after the game, I came and you know, congratulated her. I mm-hmm. said, did you see the sign? Yeah. She's like, oh, I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, yeah, it worked out in our benefit. Right. But yeah. yeah. You know, she Good had, call, coach. I know. I know. So, but all right, folks, hey, look, that's another edition of Did You Know?